Hello and welcome to this IBR Extra, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report, presented by Advance Iowa, comprehensive solutions for better business. Let's work together. More at AdvanceIowa.com and search for Advance Iowa on LinkedIn and Facebook. I'm Jeff Stein. The outlook for Iowa businesses during the first quarter of the new year 2023 is positive, especially in terms of expected income. That's according to the latest quarterly survey of members of the Iowa Association of Business and Industry. Mike Ralston is president of the group. He shared survey results as part of the 157th edition of our weekly program, which aired during the first weekend of January 2023. Each quarter, ABI surveys its members, and we focus on three very basic measures. The first one is, do you expect to hire in the coming quarter? The second one is, do you expect more or fewer sales in the coming quarter? And third, do you expect to make a capital expenditure in the coming quarter? And the reason we asked that last one, obviously, is we think that's a pretty good barometer of how uh, members see their business. Uh, you know, Iowa business people are pretty smart uh, women and men, if they think it doesn't make sense to make an investment, they won't make it, and that tells us something. We look at those three things uh, each quarter, and it's been kind of interesting over time to see what the responses have been. Now, I'm no data analyst, but it appears to me in talking with you quarterly for a few years about this, there's a bit of a lag in terms of, shall we say, sales as opposed to capital expenditures. For example, sales were forecast to be more robust in the fourth quarter of 2022. That suggests that there would be more capital expenditures in the first quarter of 2023, should that earlier sales projection be realized. That's really what you have here with another strong report on capital expenditures. You're exactly right. You and I have had this conversation before. It continues to surprise me, although it probably shouldn't after all this time, that the uh, the business people in this state are making pretty significant investments in their business. And as you alluded to, that happens because they want to uh, take advantage of increased opportunity for sales. They certainly do that. They also want to do it because they want to make sure that their business is in the best possible condition it can be in. And that involves new technology and that sort of thing. And so uh, that's happening again with almost 70% of the respondents to this survey saying they're going to make a capital expenditure in the first quarter of the calendar year. And that's just, uh, on top of everything else, pretty exciting testament to the strength of business in Iowa. It's not only an increase, slight increase from the prior quarter, but you're doing it during the dead of winter. And so I know that not everything of a capital expenditure is a building project. It may be replacement of internal equipment, processes, et cetera. But to do it at that time of year seems to be especially striking. I think you're right about that, although we did drill down a little bit in some conversations with those who responded. One of the reasons they're doing it this time of year is because it's a slow time for them. And so they're able to uh, make this investment, get this new equipment, build this new uh, capacity, at a time where it is less disruptive than it might be other parts of the year. But that's not the case for everybody. I'm with you. I think it's an an interesting time of the year for this to happen. And again, a pretty significant investment. So while you have that investment and build out, the capital expenditures, CapEx as it's shorthanded, you also have your members saying they expect a pretty stable workforce. And that is especially important, not only for the state's economy, but I suppose those go hand in hand, right? If they expect 
a stable workforce at worst, that gives them the encouragement to go ahead and make those expenditures into facilities, equipment, and technology. I think you're right, Jeff. I think that point is well taken. The other thing I'd say is about 67%, almost 70% of those folks who responded expect the number of employees in their businesses to stay the same. But I'd venture a guess that if you asked a lot of them, would you take more employees, they would say yes. There was a slight uptick in Iowa's unemployment rate. And what we hear is there's been a little bit of less pressure when it comes to adding workers right now. Not that it's gone away, but that it's a little better. And that, I think, is part of this, keeping our employee levels the same as well. The third category that you folks study is sales. And I recall when we spoke three months ago, I made a big deal about the fact that the sales numbers looked like they would be decreasing. That's the case again looking forward. But as you pointed out before, there's a pretty good reason why sales might be looked at to decrease a bit. Well, certainly it's the time of year. A lot of folks, uh, this is a little bit of a downtime. They've filled their orders, their ag producers in particular, and so they're gearing up for the next year that sort of thing. But I would note that when you're talking about 23% of the respondents expect their sales to expand in the first quarter, that's in the face of all this information we see from other sources that says, oh boy, there's a there's a recession, either it's here or it's coming, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, these folks think uh, that at least 23% of them, that's a pretty good number. The other, almost half of the folks who responded expect things to stay the same when it comes to sales. So all in all, especially this time of year, we think that's pretty good. And then you couple that, all very accurate, with the fact that we're comparing quarter to quarter. And we have to remember a year ago, we were just being unleashed from the bounds of COVID. And so realistically, sales really spiked up. And so I might say, yes, sales will be down a little bit from the prior quarter. But that's because the prior quarter and the one before that were, shall we say, disproportionately high. Yes? Exactly. That's exactly right. I'm mindful of, of a couple of member companies, Craig Tool and Ankeny, uh, Vermeer Corporation, some others that have talked about, well, we're going to be down a percent or two from a year ago. But those were record years, bin busters, you might say. Sure. And so being down a percent or two is still huge, uh, still very, very positive. You're certainly right. I'm struck as you started mentioning some of your good member companies, many of whom we've talked about here on the program. Craig right. Tool moved to a uh, huge facility, new facility. You've got Vermeer, another one of the longtime stalwart members of your organization, expanding into the Des Moines market from Pella. There are a lot of moves being made, a few mergers that we know about as well. This is really a good time, is it not, for manufacturing in Iowa, despite potential lack of workforce, despite potential supply chain. This is a thriving segment of the overall economy. You are 100% correct. It is a thriving part of the Iowa economy. A record time for investments if you look at the calendar year. All those things, the, the uh, state of Iowa, their manufacturing 4.0 initiative has uh, led to increased technology in Iowa manufacturers, led to increased uh, quality processes. Hawkeye Community College in Waterloo has been one of the leaders of that effort. Lots of good things happening in manufacturing right now. It's a good time to be a manufacturer in Iowa. And we spoke about this at the time of Manufacturing Month in October, but remind folks, if you would, the percentage of state GDP tied to manufacturing. There's no other cohort higher, correct? No, that is correct. Not agriculture, not any other cohort. Not quite 20% of the state's GDP is manufacturing. And it had declined in some years. Now it's been relatively stable. 
We'd like to see an increase, but it's certainly the driving force in Iowa's economy. Let me ask you finally, because you have analyzed business and industry in Iowa your whole career, but certainly in this position for the better part of two decades, we have talked in recent years about how it's unprecedented. You know, COVID, the recovery, shutdowns, pivots, all of that. Are we to a point now, looking forward, does this resemble any time that you can think of during your tenure? Does this compare to some other era or some other period? Well, that's a great question. And and you know what it does, I'm not going to get the years right, but there was a recessionary period, I'm going to say, what, eight, nine, ten years ago, where uh, things never really stopped. I don't know that they went backward, but we did lose some manufacturing jobs. There were some decreases in sales and employment. But boy, we got past that. And then there was a real ramp up and things kept humming along until the pandemic. And so, yeah, I do think it resembles that. And if you recall that same time, other states were doing much worse. You and I have talked before about Iowa manufacturers. And these are women and men who are conservative by nature. I don't mean conservative politically. I mean, they don't have a lot of debt on their balance sheet. They don't have a lot of inventory stored up in a lot somewhere. So they approach things a little more conservatively, and they're able to take advantage of downturns when others aren't. And I think we see that again here. And the tax changes, which we've talked yes. about in a variety of concepts, that's got to be a kickstart for 2023, not just for developing a workforce, but for businesses. It is. It certainly has allowed for greater investment. It's allowed owners of uh, S-corporations and others to put more money back into their business. It has had an impact, and the legislature and the governor perhaps have not received the credit due them for the work they've done here. Mike Ralston of the Iowa Association of Business and Industry, online at iowaabi.org. That's where you can see those quarterly survey results for yourself. We connected via Zoom on Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. The Iowa Business Report, radio program and podcast, is presented by Advance Iowa, educating, guiding, advising, and coaching Iowa businesses. Search for Advance Iowa on LinkedIn and Facebook and get more at AdvanceIowa.com. Support for the Iowa Business Report also comes from the Iowa Business Council, a nonpartisan nonprofit organization working to elevate Iowa's economy through leadership, research, and advocacy. Learn more at iowabusinesscouncil.org. The Iowa Business Report airs on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa, with podcasts posted right here, along with additional IBR extras and IBR business profiles. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.